Hello and welcome to What on at Cineworld Cinemas. I'm Luke Owen. And I'm Dan Layton. Hi Dan, how are you? Hello. I'm well, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing really well, thank you very much. I had a good week. Can you imagine one week where we're just like, I'm awful. I'm not <laughs> good this week at all. And then we talk about that and that's the podcast. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I mean, well, podcasts like that exist, don't they? People just yeah. having terrible weeks and then be like, I mean, here is the terrible week I have had. I'm never going to lie to the Cineworlders. No, absolutely no. not, no. But at the moment I'm alright. I'm terrible. I'm terrific at the moment. Good. Oh good. Which is actually amazing with the lack of sleep that I'm currently yeah. doing. Yeah, <laughs> maybe that's why. Oh man, <laughs> four, yeah, four months sleep regression. Ooh. Oh, it is. It's it's a time. Ooh. It is a time. Much like going to the cinema. I actually go, oh, <laughs> it's a time. That's true. Going to the cinema is also a time. I wonder if that's why I enjoy Jackass Forever so much. Yeah, if <laughs> you were like slightly delirious, sleep deprived. Well, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe that's the best way to see movies. Oh, I mean, yeah. If we talk about it in the main show, but do you have... When I go and see movies, I like to just give them a full five stars until they prove otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Is that how you like to go to the movies? That is, you go thinking yeah, no. you impress me? No, I mean, so when I used to review movies as uh -huh. my day job, yeah. as my uh, how I earned my living, mm -hmm. was I would go at three, right, and then it would either go up or go down okay. from there. I'm with you. Yeah, I like that. That's good. I there's a, there's a little sort of naivete in me. There's that wide-eyed childhood dream of everything being perfect. Every film's five star. Every movie. film's five star movie until it proves me otherwise. I've only ever had there is only one zero star movie on record. <sighs> One movie, the, the, it was The Meg. Oh, you didn't like The Meg? I, the Meg made me angry to be at the cinema, which oh, is something I, I have it. never experienced in my life. Was, I was so furious. I thought it was delightfully silly. <laughs> no, I thought it was silly, but in, with no redeeming qualities. <laughs> Not even Jason Statham? Nope. 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 None of it. Nope. I was I'm... so cross. From the first moment to the end, I was, I was angry. Oh, Maybe I was having a bad day, but no, I, I, felt, I felt cross. And yeah. then I looked over at my friend who had taken me, who was giggling away at how cross I was. And I was like, well, I'm glad you're having a good time. I had my only zero star experience I nearly had mm. was Jupiter Ascending. Interesting. But then when I was leaving the cinema and I was talking to like the other critics, I went to go see it and we all started like having a fun time talking about it. I was like, yeah. might be the best one we've seen all year, actually. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing about going He's to the He's a dog! <laughs> <laughs> ah, here's the thing about going to the pictures. You will... It's actually, no, it's not just the pictures, it's my whole life, right? I had the video, Lita, It Just Feels Right, as a child, of WWF diva, WWE icon, Lita. And she said about going to train in Mexico to learn to wrestle, she said, even if I went down there and it was the worst experience in my life, at least it was one more experience in my life. Oh, that's nice. And I took that as a 10-year-old and was like, that is the deepest shenanigans <laughs> I have ever heard yeah. and I have taken that as my mantra so everything's an anecdote yeah. Nora Ephron says everything is copy if you go and see a movie and it's awful you have a dinner party story that leads to a quote you've got tattooed on your back I that's, believe yeah that's what uh, the, 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 the kanji translation is <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we've got some of your comments to read out, one of which we will slightly talk about now, but we'll get into a bit more in the main show, which mm. comes from Nate S, who has the idea, maybe they had the concept art, this is about the Mysterio. Mysterio concept art from last week, maybe they had the concept art with Mysterio as an alternative ending to prevent leaks of the real movie. Hello. Which I like as well. Yeah. Uh, which is, play the games, be smart. Oh yeah. Did it stop them? No. <laughs> uh, but Nate S adds here, I was excited for Moonfall with the first trailer where it seemed dark and serious, but the second trailer seemed more wacky and I lost any expectations. But I do mostly like Emmerich movies, so maybe that will help with the nonsense. Yeah, it's, it's, it's funny. There are moments in there that are genuinely funny. But I would say the overarching bent of the movie mm. is 
to be quite serious. Now, the <laughs> the conceit of the movie <laughs> is so out there that you almost can't <laughs> you can't take it seriously. And I don't mean that to its detriment because if you just go with it and you go, okay, this is what we're doing, are we? I'm in. Then mm-hmm. you'll have a good time. I do think it is uh, it is a ride. I, I, I genuinely liked it. Would I, would I say it'll be up there in my best films of the year? Probably not. But would I say that I went to the movies and had a really good time and left feeling happy? Absolutely. Well, I, I can't wait to see it. We'll yeah. get into a bit more. Dan's got a full review of that in the upcoming podcast. It's not a concise review, but it's a review nonetheless. <laughs> uh, Coco D said, We have to see Bruce Campbell as a variant Mysterio in Doctor Strange. And he makes the point here. Sam Raimi had originally cast him as Mysterio in the cancelled Spider-Man 4 movie. Yeah. Storyboarded and Bruce Campbell was in Spider-Man 1 to 3 as different characters. So that was kind of what... So he was... There was concept art released. Yeah. It's all like storyboard stuff that Sam Raimi had done of Bruce Campbell being arrested at the start of the movie and being mm. revealed as Mysterio. And the idea would be then he was... Those Bruce Campbells that we had in Spider-Man 1, 2 and 3 were all Quentin Blake as, as Mysterio. Yeah. Love that. Okay. Yeah. Which would have been amazing. But again, that goes down to the original castings and, and, you know, if they want to go down that road. This is the thing. There's so much you can play with. I like that. Uh, Lilith says, Dan casually moving the water bottle out of shot at the start of the father's video is me in every professional situation. Yeah, I, 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 I realised my water bottle was in shot. Mm-hmm. And I thought, <laughs> I thought in the edit they'd cover me up. <laughs> but they didn't. Yep. <laughs> Ricky Partridge has roast Dan Layton. How can you roast someone who's already smoking? Oh, you better work. Thanks very much. Uh, Haven said my weekly serving of Dan Layton. Yeah, okay. We've got some thirsty people in these comments. And Just No Yes says Dan is a better looking version of Adam and funnier. <laughs> <laughs> Print that out. Stick it on his desk. <laughs> Well, let's get into the main show where we're going to be talking about Batfleck. We're also going to be talking about Moonfall, Jackass Forever, and The Batman. Here is the show. We're going to be talking about the Batman here. Not the Batman. We're going to be talking about a Batman. Oh, one of several. One of several Batman. Because we are living in a world in where 2022, we yeah. have got three different Batman on screen in one calendar year. Because <laughs> we've got our Pats mm-hmm. as the Batman. Our Bats. Our Bats next month. We've also got um, Ben Affleck. Batfleck. Coming back as Batman in The Flash. And in that same movie, we've got... 89 Michael Keaton's Batman. Michael Keaton. Yeah, that one doesn't really work for no. Batman. But, uh, I yes. tried. We don't know whether we're going to get a sequel mm-hmm. to our Bats' Batman yet. Yeah. I mean, likely I think we probably will. If it goes well. If it goes well, I think we could certainly have more adventures with him. Would we even see our Bats versus Joker Phoenix? <gasps> Ooh. Because there's maybe more him. There could be. Yeah. Oh, I mean, they did say they were going to be working on Joker T. Mm. You're absolutely right. Uh, but we've also got... There's stories that Michael Keaton's going to be doing some more Batman stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, potentially I, I think so. it's going to be like the new official DCEU 
bat representative, I think is what I had read somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. But we've also got Batfleck. Now, Benjamin had said, this is it for me. Yeah, out. Out. Peace out. Done, had a bad time. Done Batman v Superman. Yeah. Didn't have a great time. Yeah. Uh, done Justice League. Had an even worse time. Yeah. But I really, really enjoyed my time on The Flash. Yeah. In fact, my favourite scenes I've done as the Batman mm. character are in this movie. Which is frustrating for him because he was someone who he, he signed on because he was very passionate about it. He, exactly. he loved he's the character. He's a nerd. And, he, and part of the whole point was he wanted to do his own version of the of the film. Which was the plan. Which like he was yeah. going to do Batman v Superman, do Justice League, mm -hmm. and then do the Batman yeah. solo movie, which was going to be him. He was going to direct it. Yeah. He was going to write the movie, yeah. shoot the movie, produce the movie. Write the theme tune, sing the theme tune. Exactly. <laughs> Just about a moment. Affleck, you know, I announced himself he was going to be back as Batman for mm -hmm. The Flash alongside Ezra Miller, who and that he was along with in the Justice League. His swan song, wasn't it? That's what he said. Yeah. He said in an interview recently that, and this is it for me. Mm -hmm. uh, this is like, I'm putting a full stop on my time in this character mm -hmm. and I am done. So interestingly, Ezra Miller shared this new story on his Instagram stories and sort of like cropped in on it and scrolled under one last time yeah. and then wrote, ha, ha, ha. Almost, almost Joker style. Well, that's it. That's, that's the thing that's really sticking out in my head. So this feels to me, and it feels like to a lot of people as well, is this is Ezra Miller saying, there is more to come mm. from Batfleck yet. Mm. He may think that he is out, but we can always reel him back in. So that... Like the, the phoenix tattoo on his back. Yes. He might rise. Have you seen that tattoo? On Ezra Miller's back? No, on Ben Affleck's back. No? Ben Affleck has quite a back tattoo. Does he really? Oh, it's, it's well, something. Like a, like a full back thing? Yeah. It's, okay. okay, it's not the one. Um, the... <laughs> I mean, uh, can you name me one massive back tattoo that is the one? Not a massive back tattoo. Little like... ones now and again, like mine. Back tattoo. Yeah. The, the... Oh my! <laughs> oh my! <laughs> No. Yeah, oh, oh, Benjamin. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a, a rumor going around that his uh, renewed affair, his love affair with Jennifer Lopez, is actually making it disappear back to the future style. Um, but you know, who knows? Um, but likes this back tattoo. Yeah. There's a chance that Batfleck rises from the ashes. So my question is, Dan, do you think there is a world mm. we could live in where we can have? another Batman movie. Same that Michael Keaton doesn't do anything, mm. but we have another Our Bats movie, but we also have another Batfleck movie. Like, do you think we could live in that world where we have two set, like concurrently running Batman well, series? I believe that we can live in that world, but may we live in that world? The distinction that our teachers have been trying to tell us since year two. However, I, I can see it happening because Batman is a, you know, a, a, a product, a... a IP a property, that's the word I was looking for, mm -hmm. that people will go and see, people will want to see, but Overkill. I worry of Overkill. That's my worry as mm. well. I mean, Warner Brothers are always, they feel very safe with Batman. Yeah. Because they've tried it with other characters. Mm -hmm. You know, they try it, like, you kind of look at Warner Brothers' trajectory of doing comic book movies. Yeah. Like, they did Batman in 89, and it was like, well, that one really worked. I mean, that do, one slapped, and Batman Returns is incredible. Do Batman Returns. Then we did Batman Forever. Which I like. You know, because, like, <laughs> Superman had failed for them earlier. Because, yes. like, Superman yeah. worked in, in, in the 70s, late 70s, 78. Yeah. But then Superman 2 had all of its issues, and Superman 3, and then, of course, it went off to canon. Mm. So, 
they had their Superman stuff, then Batman really worked for them. Mm -hmm. And then you kind of look through their 2000s run, yeah. where they had Green Lantern didn't work, yeah. Superman didn't work. Actually, even the late 90s, Steel didn't work. Mm. So they were just like, oh, we'll just always go back to the tried and tested Batman method, yeah. because Batman always works for us. Mm. Even Man of Steel, you know, which had its fan, and it's going to kickstart the Snyderverse. Yeah. There were people who really didn't like it. And I think mm -hmm. even Warner Brothers were like, oh, quick, we need to put Batman in this as yeah. soon as we possibly can. And here's the thing. This is what makes Batman work, I think. There are so many things you can do with that character. There are so many avenues you can go down. There are so many different ways you can play it. You can play it high camp, Adam West, Adam Wee. I, I, I would say the best version. Well, that's fine for you. I <laughs> it's a fan, I love that a for you. It's a fabulous comedy show. No, no it is. This is what I mean. It, they can you can play it, you can play it as caper. You can do it in sort of that kind of like very stylized Tim Burton kind of way. I genuinely think Batman Returns is incredible. Mm -hmm. uh, hell here. I always think I go if I think of Batman Returns I instantly get Selena Kyle in her room being eating oh, my cat. Yeah. I love it. I think it's wonderful. And then you come into the noughties when cinema is changing and we get the OG gritty reboot which is Batman Begins and the Nolan trilogy which is unquestionably phenomenal. Even at its worst. Oh. You're going to question Dark Knight? Uh, no, Dark Knight's good. You're going to question I, well, Begins? I, I think Batman Begins is better than The Dark Knight. Well, that's absolutely fine to have as an opinion. Mm -hmm. I agree The Dark Knight Rises isn't perfect. No, it is not. It's still pretty good, though. <laughs> I think the Nolan trilogy is, is, is absolutely quintessential. So when you do get to the, um, the new DCEU phase, let's call it that, and Man of Steel has its detractors, you're like, well, what can we do? We bring in Batman. You get that first trailer for Batman BVS Dodge... Mm -hmm. And it is exquisite. Like the the concept, the stories that you can tell, the ideas that are built into that, whether or not you think the movie worked, the very concept of, oh, people are turning against Superman, Batman feels like he's got a vendetta against this guy. I love it. It's the same thing as Civil War. It's anything where it's like the two sides and you can see both sides. I love a villain that you can believe in. That's, and in this yeah. scenario, neither of them are really villains. That shot of Bruce Wayne running into the yes. dust cloud. Like everyone else is running away mm -hmm. and he's running towards it. Absolutely adore that. Mm -hmm. Also, it's my favourite Batman look they've ever done on screen as well. It's a good look. Yes, Point being, you can always tell a really good story with Batman. Right. Yeah. So that's what leads me to go. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I'm looking forward to this new one with Robert Pattinson. I would be so interested to see what Batfleck are doing. The problem is if they become homogenized, if they're all the same, it's not fresh. That I, that I do agree with yeah. you. Like my, I'm thinking that Justice League didn't work, mm -hmm. but Wonder Woman has worked yeah. for them and Aquaman has worked it's for them. It's getting a second shot at the very least. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Aquaman did like incredible numbers yeah. in the box office. Yeah. So if The Flash does really well, mm. our sort of Warner Brothers can look at them and be like, maybe there is life in this DCEU that we thought had died. Because once Justice League finished, once Justice League came out, it tanked. They mm. were like, well, that's that done then. Yeah. And we're just going to go, I'm go, you know, Joker solo movie, The Batman. You can have your movies here that are connected mm -hmm. because you have previously been connected, but they're not really connected yeah. anymore. Um, you know, actually, uh, Shazam as well. Shazam's set in the same yeah. DCEU world. Everyone's a uh, Black Adam. Oh, exactly. So Black Adam is set within mm -hmm. that world as well, presumably. So well, yeah, I wonder if the Warner Bros. will look at that and be like, hey, do you know what, Ben? Here's a lot of money. Mm. You can direct this. You can write this. You want to work with Terrio, that's absolutely fine. Yeah. And we'll get you, you know, we'll get that Batman solo movie. Yeah. I, I could see it happening. I can see it. My only concern is diminishing returns, not in terms of the quality of the piece, mm -hmm. in terms of us as audience members going, well, I did see a Batman. 
are people going to pick one Batman versus the other? Do you do you mm. give them too much choice? As long as the film, I think we've seen by anything the like seventy sixth Spider Man movie, which is still in the cinema and still doing a really good return. If the film is good, people will want to see it. So if you're going to release three or four different Batman movies, or we're going to have three Batman at the same time, these films have to be great. Yeah, they have to be better than Ben Affleck's back tattoo. Our big release this week, or one of our big releases this week, and you'll want to see this on the biggest screen possible. It's available in IMAX and 4DX, Moonfall. Dan Layton. Yeah. You went to the unlimited screening of this. I did. Uh, the other day, or was it yesterday, yesterday, in fact? Like, well, yesterday our time. Yeah. How did you find it? Integrity is very important to me. Absolutely. I, you know, covered the London Film Festival. I go to awards, ceremonies. People I... take you very seriously. Yes. People take your word. Thank you. Rit. I have a film degree. You know, it's important to me that I, I keep that level of integrity. And so it's with that in mind that I tell you, I loved this movie. <laughs> I had such a good time. Like, let's get into it. Because we said last week that we hoped it would make stuffy film critics really irritated. I wanted it to be beautiful trash. And I say the word trash not as an insult. Absolutely not. No, 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 no. And this was exactly that. It is high concept. It is insane. Talking of 4DX, it very much does feel like you're being thrown around all over the place. <laughs> there's there's a moment in the movie where I was like, oh, this this is what we're doing? Okay, okay. I It was so, so silly. And get, get into this. I was clenching so hard during various scenes because I felt tense. The tension was built in such a way that I was like, and it, uh, I had a really good time. It, the thing is, it's kind of like the day after tomorrow, insofar as they've taken the templates of those characters and they've shifted it along. But instead of weather, it's gravitational pull. The moon. There are shades in the movie of like high concept sci-fi, of contact, of uh, uh, 2001 A Space Odyssey. And there are going to be people who hear me say that and are furious. And yet I bought it. I was like, fair play. Get into this. <laughs> I'm, I'm about about it. It's like 2001 and Armageddon. It is literally <laughs> like that. It is literally like that. I, you're going to have a good time. If you go to this movie, get a big old bucket of popcorn, go and see it in 4DX because it's it's a ride. And, and some of the CG is really impressive. Hmm. It's it's. I, I had a really good time. I don't know what to tell you. All right. I am, go see Moonfall. I'm really, really looking forward yeah. to seeing it. I Honestly, I really am because I, I think my wife described it when we watched the trailer. She was like, in 1969, we went to the moon. In 2022, the moon is coming for us. <laughs> I love it so much. It's so and there's, the moon's there's, getting its revenge. Yeah, and there's like there's like it's not just about the moon. The moon, <laughs> the moon getting its revenge. It asks oh, some okay. really big questions. I cannot wait. <laughs> I mean, speaking of movies that ask the big questions, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to go see Jackass Forever last night. Oh my God. Tell me how you liked it, please. Because you're we, a Jackass boy. Yes, I am. We talked about this on the show before. Yeah. I was 14 years old when Jackass prime. was first on TV. I was prime mm. target audience. Did you, also, did, you, did you watch it while wearing jeans with a chain and a South Park t-shirt over a longer shirt? Oh yes. 
So I went into this film with some pretty lofty expectations. Yeah. Not lofty expectations. I went into this film with a lot of excitement because I am mm. watching my heroes up on screen. I was not expecting, A, uh, obviously I expected to laugh. Yeah. To feel as emotional as I did. <laughs> yeah. I really did. Like, it, it has got a surprising amount of heart to it. Yeah. Like, really, really has got some, like, heart and depth to it. It's just a group of people, well, especially when they have meant something to you. I cried a lot at the Friends reunion. Oh, yeah. Not necessarily because of anything that was happening, but because those are my uncles. That's my uncles and aunts. Yeah. Those are my friends. I feel, I feel a kinship to them. Yeah. And you felt that way about the Jackass gang. The, the end of Jackass 3, during the credits, they have uh, the Weezer song, Memories. Yeah. Memories makes me want to go back there. And like that, yeah, like, and like every time I watch that, it makes me like get really yeah. emotional because they're showing loads of clips and stuff. And I had the same thing with, with Jackass Forever. Which you just don't expect when you look at the trailer and see people getting hit in the, in oh, the crotch. Oh, absolutely, yeah. It's like, because you've got all of that and then you've got people getting hit in the dick. Yeah. And it's just... <laughs> it really is the balance of sweet and yeah. salty. But it's like, it is that sort of communal, friendly... There is so much going on in the world that something like this to be around to just make us a little bit happy. I went to go see it with critics as well. Like I've never seen, I've never seen a Jackass movie with critics before. Like it was weird to be in there, but yeah. I, had a, I had a great time regardless. Will you go and see it again? One hundred percent, I'll go and see it again. Yeah. Absolutely, I, 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 I enjoyed the heckins out of it. I'm so excited to see it, not just with my friends, but with a cinema full of people, mm. and and feel everyone squirm at the same time, and see which are the ones that are going to make people do this. Like, yeah. I'm absolutely hiding from anything to do with a spider or anything to do with a, a toilet. Well, oh well, mm. um, <laughs> it's not for everyone, yeah. so. You know, make of that what you will. You can also check out Sing 2, Belfast, Nightmare Alley, Scream, and Spider-Man No Way Home. What's your pick of the week? My pick of the week this week is going to be Moonfall because I think that you've got the other one covered. <laughs> and I really, I cannot tell you enough how much of a good time I had at this film. I just had so much fun. What a double bill. Yeah. What a double bill of <laughs> Moonfall and Jackass Forever. It's a good week. I'm sorry, this is a good week for movies. It is, yeah. I mean, my pick of the week is Sing 2. Uh, you know, of there course it, it is. is. It's, Dad. It's delightful. Dad stuff. But no, it's really Jackass Forever. Yeah. Cannot wait. <laughs>Dan, we are nearing Valentine's Day. Oh, it's the most wonderful the time of the year. Mm, for some. Yeah. Go to the cinema with your uh, partner, your yep. loved one, your best friend, perhaps. Little, or... little, yeah, little friend day. Yeah, oh, I love a friend day. We talked cinema. about this a couple of weeks ago. On I had a friend day on Valentine's Day a couple of years ago to Sonic the Hedgehog. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. Well, you could do that. If you order yours before February 14th, we have got a special Valentine's gift box that includes... Two tickets to go see a 2D movie and a large sharing combo, which includes a large drink. Mm -hmm. And then you can either get popcorn, nachos, or even the most romantic of meals, a hot dog to share. Like, sort of Lady in the Tramp style. Mm, yeah. You can meet in the middle. There's <laughs> <laughs> just so Ke much to choose. Yeah, <laughs> everywhere, like the Joker smile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so you need to order this by the 10th of February. Click the link in the video description down below for more information. And have a good time, kids. Just let us know when you're home. Yeah, be safe. Be safe. We've got a bunch of movies that you can buy tickets for, including Death on the Nile, Marry Me, and our newest addition to this roster of tickets that you can buy... Uncharted is now on sale. Um, I don't know if you know this about me, Dan. Mm. I once wrote a book. 
about video game movies and video game movies and how they got made. It's published. Um, I think about 10 people bought it. That's 10 whole more people than bought my book about video games. So I actually did. I charted. Mm-hmm. Um, Hello. Thank you. The sort of production history of Uncharted yeah. in sort of like my one of my sort of final chapters of it mm-hmm. and stuff. Because this movie has been in development for a long, yes. long, yeah. many, many years with many, many directors, well, I many was different co-stars. working at Game when the first game came out. So mm. I, that, and when I think about how long ago that was. It's been so long this movie's in development mm. that at one point... Mark Wahlberg yeah. was the lead, yeah. and Bobby De Niro was Sully, and now Mark Wahlberg is at the age where he has to take on the Sully he's role. Doing, he's doing Harrison Ford in Force Awakens. Yes, yeah. exactly, yeah. So And Tom Dolland That's then gets wild. to uh, go and be Drake. When they announced that they were doing this, mm. I had a proper, like, all right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good one, Sony. Every time the trailer comes up on screen, I turn to my wife and be like, yeah, I'll believe what I see. <laughs> this is all one big con. It's a long con. This will never happen. Yeah. This movie will never happen. But it's but happening. It, it is happening. And you can buy tickets for it right now. And I've got a bit of news for you as well. Uh-oh. We've been talking about The Batman. Oh, yes. 10th of February. Mark it in your calendars, folks. You can buy your tickets. Pre-order your tickets for The Batman. There won't be a link for that in the video description down below, but mark your calendars. Because The Batman is coming. Start stretching. Oh, yeah. Start getting your utility yeah. belt at the ready. But while you're waiting, you might as well book for Uncharted. I love that kind of movie, by the way. Mm-hmm. Like Tomb Raider, National Treasure. <laughs> oh, he's a, I'm more of a treasure protector. Yeah. <laughs> I love it so much. Are they going to do a National Treasure 3? I want in. We just talked about it then. We have got an unlimited screening for Marry Me on Thursday the 10th of February and on Wednesday the 16th we have The Duke. You're obviously very excited for Marry Me. Yes. Don't forget to book your tickets, nor should you be fooled by the rocks that she's got. Royal Opera House Live's Romeo and Juliet will be in selected cinemas on February 14th. The National Theatre Live's performance of The Book of Dust on February 17th. But get this. Okay. 10th of February. The Beatles get back. Now we all thought, wow, you know, this big eight hour epic and stuff. If only there was sort of like a condensed version of this that I could watch on IMAX. Yeah. Well, you can. Because on IMAX, the rooftop concert in IMAX? Yeah. Yes, please. But obviously the rooftop concert is an iconic Beatles moment. Yeah. And to see that on IMAX. In pop culture, not just Beatles. It's one of those things that everyone knows about. Yeah, it's been done. Just joking, The Simpsons. That's the kind of event cinema that we're all about. Al here has got a comment where he says, Honestly, I don't knock. Trash films. Yeah. Trash in massive uh, quotation marks yeah. there, like Emmerich's, because they clearly have something to them that appeals, usually in the visual storytelling, and more abstract elements rather than the strict logic and reasoning of the script. I wouldn't directly compare him with a master like Guillermo del Toro, who can actually write characters and stories, but he's absolutely excellent at spectacle and composition. That's not easy to do, even for more traditionally excuse me, great directors. Again, great in quotation marks. You're, yeah, you're doing the quotation marks. 
forgetting this, isn't it? <laughs> it's an audio medium. An audio medium, well, yeah. I'm also to tell you as well. Yeah, 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 yeah. And he deserves, I don't really know what this means. Yeah. <laughs> and he deserves credit where it's due, even if the script is atrocious and the characters ba are barely more than cartoons. Mm. I want to be clear. I don't think the script is atrocious for this movie either. I think there is some really interesting stuff. I think there is some really good... And, and you know, any person who has studied the art of filmmaking to any you know level or whatever understands the basic plot points and the basic script structures and things like that and there are those in there there's, there's setup and payoff in the movie and, and there is character development and you might be able to see them signposted a mile off mm -hmm. but that ne isn't a, necessarily a bad thing and I do I this is it I like the word trash as actually a I see that as a good thing you know I, I, it sounds like it's such a negative thing and yet for me it's like, I call them like sorbets. Whenever I read, I used to work in a bookshop and I like to read lots of, you know, I can read an, a big political biography or I can read uh, something with a lot of high concept. I can go in, in, the, in the realm of movies, I'll see something that is very uh, dramatically engaging, something, you know, that is awards bait and is going to make you feel, you know, intense and you're going to leave the cinema being like, whoa, I've been moved by that. And you like to have something now and again that cleanses a palate, mm. that sorbet of a movie. And yeah. that's exactly what Moonfall is. It's something that you go and see and just have so much fun. And I think there's intrinsic value in any movie that is just going to let you go, escape, be lost in visual effects and storytelling. It's just the wonder and the magic of cinema. And then go home and, and have had a good time. I honestly can't wait. Yeah. That is the sort of cinema that I enjoy. Yeah. Um, Especially like since yeah, I had a kid, I've got to be very picky with the sort of films that I go and yeah, you've uh, only got a certain now. amount of time. I only got a certain amount of time now, mm. and what I want is I want to be able to go to the cinema and have a good time. Yeah, and I always have a good time when I go to the cinema, but there is nothing worse than going to the pictures and being like, man, I can't believe that was. Well, this is something about having the limited card that makes me feel very good, which is that I will go and see that. And if it was awful, well, that's my unlimited card. I'll go see another didn't, one. Yeah, next didn't, week. didn't cost me anything yeah. extra to go and see it. Exactly, and I think that. I, I, it ties into the whole thing we were saying earlier on. I think if I go and see a movie and it was bad, I've got a story about it. Yeah. And I think that, whereas I, I left this one and I was like, I cannot wait for other people to see it so that we can talk about yes. this because I had such a, a fun time. You are going with the friends to go see Jackass Forever. There are six of us. Six of we you. Are oh, going, you're going on a lads. We're going on a lads night. We're going to go to the, the pub even. Are you? Could you believe? <laughs> I might have a pint of Coke and um, <laughs> maybe some Pepsi. Um, and yeah, we'll go and see the movie and then we'll go and have a Nando's or something or some form of... What's your Nando's uh, option? I, I usually just have a little beanie wrap. Mm. It's a hangover from when I was a vegetarian. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't even know if we'll go there. We might go anywhere. Use a taste card. Yeah, I, that's absolutely. Yeah, use your yeah. taste card. But, but like, yeah, so what are your expectations for your, your lad's trip? Uh... Do you know what? It's the weirdest... So the thing is, I'm going with someone who also adores jackass in the same way that you do mm. and has sort of grown up with it um what's fascinating is that it's spike jones is involved which yeah. you just don't think about. i know which is it's so weird like even from the very get-go yeah. with spike being involved and he gets like involved in, he, yeah, he's on involved. screen yeah. with them and everything as yeah. well so like for for my friend who is the one who introduced me over lockdown to watching the jackass movies who, who is a big Spike Jones fan as well. Mm. This is a really special thing for him. And yeah, there's something about all of us going to see it together and knowing that this is also a reunion for the cast, which is just really sweet. I'm really into it. Yeah. Like, it, it's going to be a fun time. I hope... Um, what I'm really excited about, actually, just thought of it, is seeing what everyone squirms at. Because mm. we've talked about this. I don't squirm at anything that is 
you know, gory or whatever. And maybe that's years of being a wrestling fan. Mm-hmm. I don't, I'm not bothered. But when it comes to bodily secretions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not involved. Bodily I don't exits. want to look at that. When it comes to animals that have too many legs, not interested. But other people will flip that and they'll, they'll hide away from anything that comes even close to pain. Yeah. Um, and really live for, you know, eating things that should not be eaten. So we, you and I watched the Royal Rumble uh, yes, we did. past weekend yeah. where Johnny Knoxville was Star in the Rumble. The show. Um, did you see that Sami Zayn uh, tried to crash the premiere? I read about this. I didn't see the clip yet. Yeah. But so he, yeah. he crashed them on the red carpet and like trying to get like an interview with E to be like, you know, Johnny Knoxville like around Steel Thunder and Johnny Knoxville chased him off with a cattle prod. I live. That is wonderful stuff. So it makes me hope that this is not done yet. Oh no. And we'll get the singles match. Yeah. Jack has five ever. <laughs> Jack has five ever. <laughs> or Jack has five. One of the, one of the I was going to say one of the S's. Yeah. Oh no, because both of the S's will have to be five. So it well, looks like it, Jack. Jack has 55. <laughs> well, and that's know, too many. They could go and 33 that, and a third. Well, they, ooh. So it can okay. be done. Yeah, all right. All right. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, that is all we've got time for on this edition of What's on at Cineworld Cinemas. We will see you in seven days' time. Uh, I've been Luke Owen. And I've been Dan Lake. Are you sure about I'm that? sorry. I, I started to fumble. I, no, thought no, Terry no. Was, I thought Terry was signaling to me for something, and it wasn't. It's fine. If, you, if you're having an identity crisis, we can, we can address that next week. I'm Luke Owen. <laughs> and I'm Dan. Later? And that's what's up. <laughs>